five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Welcome aboard. I'm your host, Star, and this is Interstellar Introspections. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show. Um, I forgot how we started the freaking thing. Because my intro says, welcome aboard. So I don't want to say that again. Okay, I'm okay, so wait. confused right now. Leave okay, wait, all I'm- no, okay, wait. Hello, welcome to the show. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> I hope you're doing okay. You know what? We're just gonna roll with it. I okay, so just to give you guys an explanation on why this intro is such a mess, it's because we are slowly pulling back on recording because we are one busy, but two, we have gone past our pre-recording error you know we're not worried about pre-recording episodes the podcast has already been launched we have a good amount of episodes to last us a while so we want to start getting into relevant content in context with the episodes being released so there's no russian pre-recording episodes but we do have a few topics that like we want to talk about you know what i mean that can be pre-recorded anyway i'm, I'm really jumping ahead of myself hi guys i hope you're all doing well this week <laughs> Damn. Today we have a special guest. It's Celine again, but you guys already knew that because if you watched, if you listened to last week's episode, you knew that she was coming. Celine, how are you? Start over. Um, I'm doing great. <laughs> um, I'm doing pretty good. Um, it's been a busy week and we're here. We're back today. How's it going? What's up? What's how are you? Um, I'm vibing out, you know what I mean? It's a very chill episode today. We're talking, basically today's episode is taken over by a Twilight topic. So it's a very different type of vibe that's going on. Not as, you know, like science more like, ooh, pop culture. So that's going to be a fun little thing for Celine. Celine loves that. I love it too. I think it's going to be an interesting conversation. Um, I'm very cold right now. So if you hear me like shivering, that's why. Um... We are doing the Zoom format today. I honestly think it's a better audio quality, so I really don't mind it. And it also allows us to record whenever. Like, we don't really need to, like, organize it too much. Like, it obviously organizing things helps, but it was pretty pretty sporadic, this, this episode recording. Um, so, rolling right into kind of the episode. How, how was last week for you? What, what did you do last week? Let's catch up with each other. Last week, um, since we last spoke, just um, did a couple things for school. Um, what else? That's pretty much it. I just had some classes and then I went away this past week. I'm, I already forgot what I did. I went away. Okay. I went skiing. Um, that That's was fine. It was freezing. Um, and it, I, you know, when you go away and you're like, oh, like, it's like a vacation because you're not home, but like you're away. Like when I go skiing, I don't think of it as a vacation or like anything in the cold is not a vacation. Like I was mm-hmm. in Missouri. So, oh. <laughs> you know, like everyone I was with, they were like, oh, like we're going away on vacation. Like I don't want to do anything. I'm like, this is not a vacation. Like I'm we're good. just going to another house. It's freezing. I don't have time. No, no. Anyways. You, were you in upstate New York? 
No, we went to, um, I did that last time. I didn't like upstate. Personally, I felt like it was like too cold there. It was even colder there. I was not about it. We went to PA. Oh, okay. Oconos area. Oh, okay. Um, It was nice. It was really nice. We were there. I felt like all very short. It goes by so fast. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was just a weekend too. It was, and it was the busiest weekend to go and do festivities in this area. We waited on a line to get up on the lift was like 30, 40 minutes. And it was like, we go down the mountain in like five minutes. Like it was just like, oh my God, if you, if anyone listening does skiing or snowboarding, um, please let us know how you feel about that waiting on those lift lines because <laughs> I literally want to kill myself. I could barely feel my feet and I was standing in on snow. Where's the logic? Anyways, how about you? How was your week? <laughs> uh, you know, I've never been skiing, but I would I, I see I want to go because I want those like photogenic moments of like, I guess you don't look photogenic while like hurling your body down like a 20,000 foot mountain. But you know, there are cute moments. I just I just am too scared. Like I'm very clumsy. Like one little like twist one wrong way and your whole body goes rolling down and you could die it's like very scary okay you're okay wait a second you're that's too dramatic you are wearing a helmet um but i actually (laughs) know somebody that i doesn't know how to ski everyone else knew how to ski snowboard whatever but one of the people that i was with didn't know um so it was really fun trying to watch them learn because you do fall and it's kind of funny because like when you're on skis if you try to drop your body um you'll just keep going <laughs> because oh you're goodness. on skis so yeah. if you try to hit your ass on the your butt on the floor it doesn't mm-hmm. work you'll just you'll just keep going until you tumble eventually but it's a fun it's it's a great learning i'm gonna teach you how to ski that's on my bucket list <laughs> or snowboard okay. i'm down i'm down and <laughs> like a controlled environment <laughs> 100% the bunny hill is where we'll you know we'll do that for, for the first day but it has to be and maybe we'll put you in ski school we'll see how it goes I'm dead she said your first day of school you pack a lunch <laughs> exactly they give you a little uh they give you oh my god the kids today the, when I went they had like these little fanny packs like emergency fanny packs I almost I'm dead that's I me literally <laughs> almost started crying Disease. amazing but I mean, my week was pretty uneventful. Um, what did I do last week? Nothing. Oh no, actually, this weekend I was with my baby cousin a lot. This weekend, I recently oh, had a. For those of you that don't know, I had a baby cousin recently introduced in my family. Um, she just calls me Theo, even though I'm not like biologically her uncle. We're more like second cousins, but you know, family's family at the end of the day. Um, 100%. but. Yeah, so I spent a lot of time with her because I forgot, I think Thursday, Friday and Saturday I was with her because her mom, my cousin needed help with something on Thursday and then she came over Friday and then Saturday the baby just came over for like, uh, because uh, there was an event going on at her house. But yeah, <clears throat> I just really spent time with her. I went to church for the first time in a long time uh, Sunday. And that was, Whoa. I know, I, I, I know this is, I, you probably didn't expect me to Wait. bring up this topic. Yeah. What? I don't know. Yeah. I just, for those, I don't really want to talk about my belief and stuff like that. Cause that's a conversation for a different episode. Cause we could really get into that. Both me and Celine have really, we have a lot of experience in religion and not, I mean, I'm not trying to say we're like freaking know-it-alls. I'm saying we have a lot of experience in the religions that experience. Yeah. 
yeah um I've been a part of like three different religious groups my whole life and I'm only 19 like it, it like I like I've seen a lot but anyway I'm trying to say that I am wow. a religious wow what? sorry I didn't mean to cut you off but I've been very surprised and no well I would love for you to kind of also talk about that a little bit like how was it you said you haven't gone in a while and you just went so I I this is like such a deep conversation because I really don't want to get into it because it's like a really deep conversation I'll like skid over the top of it basically to me like religion is like a, a very like complex thing to call myself religious is like a very like I use that term very loosely but to me it also has a really deep meaning so I would more say that I what I would say and this probably people people see my lifestyle and they wouldn't agree with this way, but this is what I believe with my heart. Like I believe, I don't want to sound like preachy, but I believe I'm saved by the blood of Jesus Christ and that he is real and that we all, you know, go to heaven or like down there, which, but that is my belief. And that's what I've believed my whole life. Like not my whole life, because I've grown to believe that. But even when I wasn't going to church, I believed that even when I don't announce that I believe that I believe yeah. that I feel I like that. that's like, a lot of people are always like oh like your relationship with God is like your personal thing and like I make it that like I I much I much I live up to that statement very much like I don't really make it announced and I know that like according to like Christianity you're supposed to like you know like show it around and like like promote it and stuff like that to like grow the community but I just I really feel like my relationship with God is like really personal to me and I'm very satisfied in my relationship with God and I say all that to say, not go on like a religious tangent, but just to say like, for some, something was telling me just to go, I've, I've had more free time lately before I didn't really have a lot of free time. So the days that I was off on Sundays, which was very rare, I work in retail most of my life. So I didn't have off Sundays yeah. often, but um, the fact that I've been off on Sundays more often and other days, I haven't really wanted to use those Sundays for resting. So I was like, oh, I might as well go um and it was an experience like my uh my, my family goes to this church called Hillsong it's like a pretty popular church um but it's a very like there are so many different types of Christian churches this is very lively it's kind of more okay. like a concert oh um I, I don't that. I mean well you know I have a lot of social anxiety so it was a very and I've been to that before and it was actually smaller than usual because you know COVID and stuff like that than what it used to be but um it was a, it was an experience. And honestly, like I said, I really don't want to talk about this too long because it's, it's a whole other conversation, but to kind of end it here, a lot of the things they were talking about really made me think about the conversations me and you have, because obviously they're relating oh, wow. it to God and religion, but like the main basis of their conversation on Sunday was like their whole thing this year is like starting a new life, like starting a new thing, like reinventing yourself basically but in the form of like God and like religious beliefs. And I was like, wow, like means literally, I'm pretty sure we've talked about that. If not on the podcast, just in person, like always trying to grow ourselves and, and be and better ourselves in terms of just being a, a good human being. You know what I mean? Not even on the basis of religion, but just as being a good person in general. So I thought that was interesting because I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm weird. I'm weird. I like to I like to look at those conversations in two different fields. I like to look at it in a religious perspective, obviously, because that's how they were talking about it. But I also like to remove the religious aspect away from it and just look at it as like, hey, like be a good person. Like if you don't believe in what I believe, that's fine. But like still grow as a human being. You know what I mean? 
I 100% agree. I mean, especially with the part of, obviously, you don't always have to agree with what, you know, someone else thinks, but as long as they're bettering themselves mm-hmm. with whatever they believe in, I feel like it's, there's not really much an argument there, but I'm so glad, like, I'm, I'm like, kind of happy for you. Like, that sounds great. Like, I don't know. I wasn't expecting you to say that, but I was, I'm also like, wow, like, that's awesome. Like, I, I don't know why, but I'm kind of obsessed with that a little bit. I'm dead. I no, mean, I'm being serious. What makes you feel that way? That's so interesting that you're saying this. I don't know. It's just because I don't have, so like, I don't, I don't, in my experience, like going, I don't go to church. So, mm-hmm. and it's not because I am like, I don't like my religion doesn't have, it's not a church. It's technically a mosque. And uh, well, yeah, say what, say what you, I, I, so well, I a, didn't. <laughs> okay. Let me, let's rewind. So I am Muslim. <laughs> so I don't go to church. Um, I don't have I mean, we have places like churches, they're called mosques, and it's the same idea, but it's like not at the same time, like it's for a woman to go, it's it's so, in, if I go, I would physically have to like pray, so like, you know, it's, I, I can't explain it because it's so different, our religions are very different, in the same yeah. way, they're, they're the same, but very different, so like my praying consists of like facing towards the sun, um, and then you get down, you get up and then, you know, you, you pray and you say these like um, verses and stuff like that. And it's actually beautiful. I love listening to prayers because it's like almost a, like a song. So like, I can, I can really appreciate that. So like, you're saying like, it was more lively and like, like almost like a concert, right? Like, that's just to me, like very nice. Like I used to love listening to um, our like hojas they're called hojas and they're like what you would call like a priest or uh what do they call those people a preacher a preacher pastor Pastor. one of those they use all the different names they use it's like the whole it's all those mean the same thing right i think yeah so yeah i don't know i i personally like listening to like the preachers and like um i think it's like a moment that i feel like i'm connected and it's like very like it kind of like makes you like feel like you're part of something I don't know it's like weird I'm not very religious but I can appreciate those moments that I have so I really think it was cool that you were like excited to go to church and that you hadn't been in a while and it was like a good experience for you that's all I'm trying to say basically I know I appreciate that aspect of how you're looking at it and I think that it's weird because it's like I wasn't excited it was just like not that I, the reality of it is, I think I was just curious on how it would affect me. I haven't been in a few years, and like I said, I, I, don't, I keep saying this because I don't want to keep going, but like it's important to the story. Like people are gonna be like, oh, so you're like a Christian? It's like no, it's a little bit more complicated. And I know like <laughs> a lot of Christians aren't gonna agree with me on this. Like people, like I, I've said this before, and I said it to my aunt who is a very, she's a Southern Baptist Christian, and then those are very, very, and that's what I was. So I used to be Catholic, then I went to Southern Baptism, and now I'm at, like, what I, and then, like, I was also Christian, like, just, like, like, a, I guess a general Christian, like, somewhere in the middle of that, and now I'm just, like, me, like, I have, I, I have my own personal definition, because I have my own personal relationship with God, but I do believe in what I stated earlier about being saved and all that, um, because when I was saved, which is, like, I don't know if you guys have something similar to that in Muslim um, religion, but with christianity or like 
I guess it's so hard because I was saved with the Baptist religion, like in that culture or in that belief system. But now I'm like practicing something. It's very complicated. What I'm trying to say is (laughs) I left, I left the, I left the like practicing part of the religion completely because I was going to a church that was very like racist and also like um, homophobic, which I was talking about my sexuality in last episode. It's not that it has nothing to do with like what my sexuality is or like what my gender is. It's just the fact that like nobody should be rude to like anybody. Like, I don't know, like a lot of hypocrisy was mixed in with the religion too. And that like really irritates me, but that's why I like stepped away from it. And again, once again, I will like allude and like talk about that more in a future episode, but I stepped away from it because of that. And I was like, why am I going to weaken my thoughts about God and the love he has for me with all of these negative people practicing and preaching his word when I should just like practice on my own and do my own thing because that is what that is what will strengthen my love in God more if I'm if I'm listening to these racist and homophobic and xenophobic people preach the word of God it's going to leave a nasty taste in my mouth about God it's it's going to make me really dislike it which is why would I why would I do that to myself why wouldn't I Uh, mm -hmm. just live on my own and and pray on my own I pray every night and have my own kind of time with God and really talk to him and get to know him and and teach me more throughout life lessons like why wouldn't Mm -hmm. I live that way so that's the way I think about it but like I said, I can go a lot more in depth and I want to in a future episode just because I already I can already see how many things I probably said wrong and I apologize for that. But like I said, you know, in the first episode, this is a learning experience for all of us. And that's why a future episode is needed for religion because it's such a deep topic. And this was like such a, a random tangent that we went on. Yeah, well, we were talking about our weeks and that's something you did. And I'll end off by saying that is amazing and I'm happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> now this i mentioned this okay so i'm getting a little confused this episode we're recording after another episode we already recorded and it's going to go out in that pattern too so about two episodes ago when it was just me i had mentioned that i wanted to talk about something but only with celine and that is what we are talking about today and it's been a long time coming and for you guys it's a really long time coming <laughs> listening but before we get into the topic, I wanted to make a disclaimer. <clears throat> this is for me. I don't know if Celine wants to make her own disclaimer because I don't want to speak on anyone else's like viewpoint. I'll just but I'll just agree and say uh, my disclaimer is is what you are gonna say next. So this is okay. it'll, it'll come from both of us. Okay. Um. So so then okay. So we don't want to critique someone's parenting as we're not parents however this is pop culture and we do discuss some moments in pop culture to try and relate to it and bring it back to like our lives and what we have experienced so while we will be giving our opinions on the situation at hand we would never expect or recommend someone to really do something we say as we aren't in their position there's so many things that go on in people's lives that we don't know the full story about so like I said we're really just kind of talking about it even if we're like even if we're just like nonchalantly saying like, oh, I think they should do this. We don't actually like mean it. We're just like talking to each other. Remind Everyone you. Everyone is allowed to have their own opinions. So. Exactly. 
do you want to kind of take us into the next segment? We do have some Cosmic Candids. So again, I don't know if everyone remembers, but a Cosmic Candid is basically um, kind of what we like to call an icebreaker, right, Lewis? Something that we like to just kind of ask, get us warmed up for, you know, the main topic that we'll be talking about, but like not really directly about the main topic. So um, I will say that these questions are going to be a little bit geared towards relationships um so oh gosh <laughs> no we could get uh, a lot deeper about our relationships oh personal gosh. Experiences and everything but I think it's funny I okay, kind of so, had to pause there no, just so you guys know so me and Celine write up notes and we share it with each other so the reason why she's saying oh gosh is because she's reading the questions that are about to come up I know I kind of skipped ahead and I was like oh, <laughs> wait, wait a damn minute so like we're just gonna glaze over these questions we can go so much more in depth and that is another episode in the future but because this episode is related to relationships we had to dig deep in ourselves celine we had to dig deep in ourselves so that brings the first question what's your own relationship history (laughs) i hate i hate you (laughs) um okay so um in a quick little sum up I was I'm not in a relationship right now I am single um but I've been in a relationship before I um was in a relationship with someone um from the age of 17 to about the age of 21 so my relationship actually ended this time around last year um we dated for I think almost four it was three years but it would have been four years in a couple months so three three and a half years basically um, and it was very different than what you would think a, uh, not, I don't want to say a normal relationship, but like a standard today, like, you know, relationship that people think of. That's not the relationship that I was in. Um, so basically it was, it was a learning experience for me as well. Um, it definitely wasn't what I expected going into it and I know I'm like being very vague but I don't know how comfortable I feel about you know kind of talking about this person's experience as well but they they were a part of my relationship so obviously because I couldn't be in a relationship with myself so you know obviously we were in a relationship (laughs) but um I know I'm being so vague but I don't it's know okay. How... We, yeah, I mean, like at the end of the day, like I said, in a future episode, we'll like dive more Maybe into we'll, them. We'll dig deeper, but basically, yeah. it was um, it was a very, it was a, it was a cr- not. I don't want to say crazy. Like when I when I think about that relationship, I just think about a lot of the things that it taught me. Um, and most of the time of that relationship, well, towards the end, mostly like the last year, I personally was not in a good place mentally either. So um. I definitely felt that I needed to get out and it wasn't that person's fault completely, but I do, I, like I said, I learned so much and I feel like I became stronger coming out of it. So, um, that's how I would explain that vaguely. Um, but yeah, how about you? Any, Hmm. Hmm. so the reality of my situation is technically, and I use the word technically almost literally, I've never (laughs) been in a relationship because almost every single person that I've had relations with never formally asked me out. Mm. 
So I, I, I've never really been anyone's like partner or involved in any type of situation ever. Yes. And okay. I wear that very proudly because I am one of those people. I, I, you can call me a prude if you want to. Okay. But I'm not going to waste my time with somebody that I say this now, watch me hoeing it up next year. Um, I'm not going to waste Goodbye my time. Goodbye and good night. I'm not going to waste my time with somebody that isn't going to take me seriously enough to build something with. Because then that literally is wasting time. Like, yes, you could learn experiences from it and everything. And I trust me, I have, I'm going to glaze over the experience that I have had and learned from. But um, yeah, I'd rather just build and grow with somebody rather than having to build and grow with one person and then like, cancel that out of the building like I could see the benefits of it and everyone's like oh I regret not dating when I was younger because I didn't experience life to the fullest and it's like I feel like I am experiencing life and I and I feel like like I have a lot of insecurities and personal issues too that I need to work through before I start trying to share my love towards somebody else when I can I can say that I don't really I don't know if I love myself 100% yet and that's like a really bold statement but I think we all have our own issues to work through and I think I should work through mine first before I try and involve someone else into my life. Now, with all that being said, I did have two, I mean, I've had like little like situationships online and stuff like that, but like I said, it wasn't anything serious, but there were two main incidents that happened in my life that were like relationship-ish. The first one is on my YouTube channel. You guys can watch it. It's a story time. Not going to talk about that here, but basically the person, I messed up in multiple ways. You can call me a um, house, what is that called? A house wrecker to some extent. Um <sighs> To some extent, but it really, it was like middle school. It wasn't even in crazy, like middle school, high school, it was nothing crazy. And then, so I admit fall for that part, but they were also very manipulative and uh, disgusting too. So there was like both of us to blame. And then recently I had something that was like a whole roller coaster ride Aww. and I need to make a story time about that. But that was like, we, we still weren't in a relationship at all. It was just a really crazy a amount of occurrences that occurred but into the next question <laughs> um what is your viewpoint on what you would consider a relationship and by this question I don't know interpret it as you think I'm asking the question because this question could really be interpreted in so many ways so wait so what I consider a relationship yeah like what you consider like a real relationship not like a fling or one night stand like when you see these signs and you have gone through these these past passages, these whatever they're called, like passages, the journey, journey of passage, right to pa- right, uh, right, right to passage. Thank mm-hmm. you. Oh, patches, and, yeah, yeah, patches. Uh, what is that called? The, the cabbage pack, the cabbage, cabbages, kids. Yo, don't even those kids. They scared me. Don't no, talk dead. about that. My sister had them, and they smelled like freaking baby powder. Um, oh my god, you just brought back a memory. <laughs> I forgot I had. Wow, you know, wait. We, we should do on one. I know I'm like skipping ahead. We should do Mandela effects on one of the episodes. Oh, no, guys. I'm totally down. I'm totally down. That would, that would be like, we should do a segment where it's like trippy stuff. And I feel like that would be something we could definitely dive deep on. We should do. Okay. That's so interesting. <laughs> Leave a comment so if you guys want to hear that. I would be down 100%. Um, I forgot what we were saying. Oh, the Cabbage Patch Kids. The Cabbage. Oh, the Rites of Passage. When you have seen someone go through these Rites of Passages, you know, hey, this is a real relationship. Okay, so, it, okay, can I ask a question? Is it before or after this person has asked you to be in a relationship or you're like, you want the whole gist of what I think? Like, are we, like, what? Like, there's so many ways to answer this question. 
Make it as simple as possible to answer the question. Make it as simple as possible. Of time. Okay, so what I think a relationship is. So basically, it would start off by somebody, you know, you'd be in a, a talking stage, you'd get to know each other, and then at one point, someone would ask that other person to be in a relationship. You need to have that conversation. You can't just be like, oh, we've been talking for a couple months. I just assume you're my, you're my boo thing. You know, we're together. No, there needs to be a conversation. You need to be on the same page. And once you're there, a relationship should consist of like, obviously you'll you'll know that person but getting to know them even more on a like on a vulnerable level meeting the family like um sharing things with them that you don't really share with a lot of people you know going on dates still I think that's so important um obviously also having like a physical connection as well as a mental connection and and um getting you know not getting gifts for each other but like you know showing affection and some people do show affection by spending money so i mean that's love how language. i show effect. that's a love language that i have 100 percent um i like to kind of not spoil but i like to you know be like oh i got you this because you said this once and oh you know that that broke of yours so i got you because i knew you, you know what I'm saying? stuff like that like things in that nature for me it that's a relationship like you you get you you like and trust is you need to trust that person like there needs to be a lot of that going on and obviously like a lot of people they date for marriage but sometimes you're in a relationship where eventually you don't actually ever see yourself getting married to this person so not I don't associate marriage with relationships as much as other people do I don't think that's like oh my god before I say yes to this person am I can I see myself marrying them in the next year like no that's not gonna happen to me I feel like before I would even talk about marriage is I would need to be in that relationship for a while and I would actually need to see myself marrying that person that's how now, I feel. How do you, a, mm-hmm. I was just going to say, how do you like, like the conversation might come up of like sex and like living, moving in with the person, even getting like a dog with the person or like a cat with the person, like big key moments in life. Okay. When, when would you allow that to happen to like create that relationship? Like those are like, and like even meeting the family, like those are key milestones that to me, and I'll go over what I think, but I want to finish on what you think to me that that is like moments that like start defining the relationship right would you 100%. agree or would you what would what fact what would you say about those things so I I agree with the whole living with each other part because I I not a lot of people are think like this because they think very traditionally but personally even before marriage I would need to move in with this person 100 I would need to live with you before we got married but to get to that stage of actually moving in with each other it would probably have to be a little bit. And I, w- I would have to feel like I can, I would be okay with living this person. Like I need to see them, how they live without living with me. Like, do they cook? Do they clean? Do they, do they help out around the house? Like, are we going to be, you know, a team or am I going to be doing everything? Because again, I'm a woman at the end of the day. And I know some men like to associate women with doing everything. Obviously not everyone's experience is the same. You know, you're, you might have a different viewpoint on this, but personally, like I need to be, I need to feel like we're doing everything together. So I would need to see that I would of course move in with somebody but again I would need to like have that like like I would have to have I guess trust because that is something really big and then after moving in yeah I would love to get a pet because that does bring people closer um stuff like that I think you would really need to be like in a position with that person like you really need to trust that person because it's huge you know two names are going on the lease like moving like having yeah even renting an apartment like we're not talking about buying a house but like renting an apartment or whatever it may be like that is huge you know what I'm saying no yeah 
I that's what I think I don't know like even in my past relationship just to bring that up like they would always talk about moving in moving in moving in like and I would just sit there and be like I don't know I don't feel like I want to like live with you or I don't have that feeling right now in that moment that we were talking about it mm-hmm. and it's like that to me is like a whole nother it's like a whole level like I don't know no I completely agree like I um, I almost agree with 100% everything you said I I think that a relationship is like based off of them simply asking you know what I mean I think the first step is like I mean obviously you can ask not you but like anybody can ask anybody can ask in my opinion depending on the situation depending what does that mean well like if he's you know say that person is like looking for somewhere to live and they're like hey do you want to move in if at that moment I don't feel like I need I want to live with that person it's not happening even though well no I'm just talking I'm just and right now I'm just talking about like starting a relationship like I I think that like oh you're not talking about okay yeah the first step I think that a relationship needs one is to just ask like obviously like I'm sure like dating people like just like um, multi-dating is what people call it sometimes but I I don't even consider it multi-dating I just consider it dating like dating is just going out and like seeing people and meeting people and talking to people without formally calling it a relationship I think when you formally call it a relationship you know that's when they just ask and, and you've built up that rapport with them that's like okay we've talked we've kind of we've we've linked on on what we're what we believe in our values our matchup like I think that's really important for me I mentioned in one episode that I'm a sapiosexual after looking up the definition of a sapiosexual I realized that it is heavily sexual based but I mentioned also in that Mm -hmm. episode that I really refer to it as just being aroused by mental like like processing things intelligently like not just being stupid about life but when I say aroused I don't mean like sexually even though that's what the definition says I mean like just mentally (laughs) stimulated but that's neither here nor there what I'm trying to say is for me you must mentally stimulate me in order for me to even consider you to be in a relationship because how am I supposed to grow if you're just bringing me down mentally emotionally all this stuff right so that's like number one and then like you said like that is like the first step that leads into moving in which I I would consider myself more traditional definitely feeling like not at least not having sex with I mean this is just me right I've I've I've, I don't want but I have not had sex right and I believe that one should at least I would tell my kids I would just tell my kids and be like listen I'm not going to control you and I'm not going to tell you what to do but I'm going to let you know from my personal experience you know, waiting to have sex until you've at least established a healthy relationship with someone is important because I feel like, you know, physical touch and that sexual connection with someone is very strong. And even though a lot of people like to say that they don't get a connection from it, I personally feel like I would. And so that's why I put a strong boundary on myself. Like, hey, like, just wait until you've found the right person. You know, they don't need to be your marriage partner or whatever, but at least until you find the person that you believe in that moment of your life is like a relationship worthy person to give your body to because some people don't believe in sex is like such a sacred act but I really truly 100% do my body is like very sacred to me I have so many issues with my personal view on my body that to show somebody my body completely naked would is so like it's like really really like I don't even know what the word is I'm trying to think of but it's like very unveiling revealing to me like it's very like personal to me so like the fact that I'm sharing that with you is very important to me. And so that's why I feel like it's really important to find the right person. I know, I think really weird. I'm very traditional in that aspect, but like also I'm not traditional. 
I'm non-traditional because I don't think that you need to move in with somebody after marriage. I think you should 100% move in with somebody before marriage. You know what I mean? Because that, that helps you understand how they live, if you can live with them. And I think that, you know, before you decide to get married, if you do want pets, you should get it before you get married. Because pets are like having children to a lesser extent, obviously, to some people and it works into certain people. Um, And so it really is like, for me, the like nail in the coffin, like, all right, we can take care of something together. We can cohabitate. Like, I'm ready to legally, because marriage is a legal binding contract at the end of the day Mm -hmm. that controls money and all that stuff. You know, we are able to do this on our own. We are able to control our money on our own, cohabitate together on our own. We don't need some legal binding contract to kind of force us to do this. So why not just get married and, and make it fun? Don't make it so stressful. You know what I mean? That's how I look at it. I feel like I talked more than you. <laughs> no, no, I definitely talked a lot about it. But what but, do you think? Bounce that off of me. Tell me, tell me. I, I mean, I didn't want to cut you off before, but like the whole like that your viewpoint on sex is very different than mine. And I feel like that's where we might. And, you know, what you think that's that's you. It's your body. Like you said, Ooh, just hiccups. Mm-hmm. It's your body, like you said. And and even even having sex is a very like it's a very vulnerable time you know like you said you're giving you're giving that other person all of you you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. I used to think like that too um I don't really think that way anymore because I kind of you know have been in the single girl like you know talking dating type situation like getting to know people and obviously sex has come up so it's like I kind of I don't know I kind of I felt that way but I don't feel much as that way anymore mm-hmm. but I sometimes I'm like am I doing too much like it's such like you like you said you give so much to, to one person I don't know it's a really like kind of stresses me out like you can hear me I'm getting low-key like nervous talking about this don't get nervous <laughs> I mean I'm not, obviously I can no wait, not nervous like, but it's it's a very like it's a sensitive topic, not just for me, but I feel like for a lot of, not a lot, some people don't really care about sex. Like they just, they just have it and it's like, whatever. But after you do with, have that with somebody, you kind of, um, you, you kind of get this other kind of liking towards them. Like, I can't really explain it, but then it kind of gets you, you get closer to that person. You know Mm. what I'm saying? That's how I feel. And then it feels good. And then you want to get to know them more and more and more. And you want to keep doing that more and more and more. That's kind of what I figured out. Yeah, I think that's, I like, like, yeah. For myself. Yeah, no, I could see where you're coming from. I I respect that point of view because it's it's very different from mine. And I, I, I love learning things like that, that are different than mine, because it's like, I could take that into consideration in the future. And who knows? my viewpoint might change like I said for me being never have been in a real like relationship and never having sex like obviously this is how I'm gonna think because I've never experienced that who knows when I experience that I might change my mind you never know you know what I mean well when I came out of my like three and a half year relationship that we were talking about before like I took a while to myself and I kind of kind of took some time to get to know myself better you know what I'm saying because at 17 I went into a relationship and I was just like in it Mm-hmm. my I was still like kind of developing mentally like everything was like changing in my head so when I got to like after that I was 21 and I was like yo like is 
time to like get to know other people after a couple months. So that's kind of where I'm at. And I, and I've, and I've learned a lot from it too. And it's really an experience, but then you get hurt. That's not fun. <laughs> that is the reality of it. And we will be talking about that more too. We're going to be talking the, about, we're going to be talking about hurt. All the, all the hurt. Listen, speaking of hurt, oh, what do you, here we really, go. what do you, <laughs> what is your viewpoint on divorce? Now I, Oh my goodness, we haven't even gone to the main topic yet, but like, and the main topic is going to get us really heated. These are heated. so important, though. These, These are, are so, so important. important. This viewpoint on divorce, I thought was like a general census for people that like, obviously weren't like, you know, very traditional, but this isn't the case. I literally know someone, and I'm not going to name names because they might listen to this, but it's not like, I mean, it's their belief. It's nothing, I mean, I don't think it's the best way to look at things because things happen. People get into, you know, abusive relationships and everything like that. You know, sometimes 100%. people have, you know, things that are hidden until marriage. Some people have actual like mental, like health issues that cause them when they see a trigger, they completely switch their personality. And it's like, you don't even know that person anymore that causes divorce to happen. But I do know someone that has literally told me like verbatim. Okay. Now I'm verbatim. Cause it was a long time ago. So I don't remember exactly what they said, but they were like, yeah, no, I don't believe in divorce for any reason. You married that person for a reason and like you made that decision. And when they told me that, that like shook me to the core because it's funny because I've been in situations before where people hear things from me and they're like, wow, I've never heard anyone say that before. And I'm like, why? This is like such general knowledge. And like that moment for me was like an aha moment that like literally star, you have not seen the world to its fullest because you're you, this one person. And mind you, this one person has been in my life my whole life. And I'm learning this thing about them. This one person is not the only person that has this viewpoint. So that just goes to show how many people have different, have differing views than you, even though it might yeah. seem like a blatantly obvious viewpoint. So with all that being said, what is your view on divorce? After hearing that, I don't know. I found that very surprising to hear, but I guess. Well, you know. I would actually like to hear what you think first, because you just said, you know, I mean, I obviously can get a gist of what you think because of your reaction to what this person told you, but like, after they said that you were obviously like oh my god like how can they have that belief why obviously i didn't react that? to that i didn't react no, like that like no, to that person but... i was very much i was very much like i was like oh wow like that's really interesting i'm like for anything like even like like crazy situations like abuse and stuff like that and she was like you know you married that person for a reason it's under god like there has to be a reason you married them like you should work things out you know i'm really against you know they were trying their best to avoid them saying that someone should get a divorce. Like when I brought up the abuse, they were just like, well, they should like go to therapy and like really work it out. And, and it was like, like, okay. So like leading into my belief, like, obviously you could probably tell, like, I'm just, I don't really think divorce is a big deal. Like, especially when you're like, you know, obviously I think marriage is a really big deal because it's a legal binding contract. I don't think it's anything to do with love. I think that you can find love without having marriage. That's why I said like, you should really, a lot of the things that I said you should do before marriage is a lot of things that people believe you should do after marriage because marriage is legal. At the end of the day, it's a way that, and like a lot of people, believe, I've heard a lot of people say this, like, and I agree with it to the, like a lot of, like marriage is really just a cash cow for a lot of corporations. And I think that marriage is a great tool to use in the in the legal and like financial areas because it is important to have like delegators for those areas that are very important and can get very prideful at some moments but at the end of the day I think that if you want to take marriage as like oh it's love it's peace it's happiness then you should focus on that before marriage because having all the love and the peace and the happiness happen in one second of putting that wedding ring on is like never going to happen in no one's life you like you need to have these conversations 
and a lot of the time like I don't want to generalize here like I really don't want to get into that that swing of things but like I just think that like divorce should be allowed divorce is something that isn't that big of a deal to me because marriage isn't that big of a deal to me like marriage like I said it's me it's just a legal thing that you do to kind of help with the finances and stuff like that but you should you should know you're marrying the person you, I do agree that you should know you're marrying the person before getting married because you should have already done all these things that I said previously. Like you should have cohabitated with them. You should have built with them. You should have understood them. So that way, when you get married, you don't have to get divorced. But I think if you want to get divorced because something crazy is happening or like you just don't think it's the right person, like there's no issue with that. that that's my viewpoint. I would like to say I agree with almost everything you said, except for the part that I think marriage is a huge deal. And I used to even say, and to this day, I would always feel like I would never get married because it always scared me. Not that I have things in my life that, you know, scare me of marriage because the people around me, like they've been married, they haven't gotten divorced, but they have gone through a lot of relationship issues, like my family, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't, I do have, you know, aunts and uncles that fight and that you know, it's, it's, I've seen and heard a lot of scary things with their relationships. And, you know, even watching my parents, um, my parents used to be like in a bad part of their marriage, um, but they've like grown from it and, and they're like really good now. And so it, it does happen. And like, you do see it, but to me, marriage is a huge deal. Like I would really need to see myself spending the rest of my life with this person to get married. Um, and after that point, if they do anything to piss me off, 110% were not anything to piss me off. I mean, like if, if there was a loss of trust, it, stuff like that, like something doesn't work out after a while, then yeah, we're getting divorced. Like cheating for me is another big factor, like divorce. I don't think I could ever forgive you divorce, even though it, I don't see myself getting married if I needed to get divorced. That's, I mean, another thing is that like, I don't want to get married to get divorced. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course that's, yeah, that's, ugh, that's, I that's just, what I meant with what I was saying. I, I want to reiterate, cause I realized how I sounded. I think that marriage is important, not just for the legal factors, but also because like the legal factors push me to believe that it's important but also because it's people make it such a big deal. Like when you get married, you're not just going to, most people don't just elope. And when you do elope, it's still like the legal part that's important. But when yes. you add the additional party to it, then it's like a real big like thing. Like you have the party, you have like the meaning of it. That you know, usually you have like a priest or something there that like says those words. I don't know the freaking words, so I'm not gonna say them because I don't know them. It's <laughs> like I do like all that stuff. Will you marry Ooh. me? Stuff like that. That <laughs> is, I think that you should. I, I agree with you 100% that marriage is not something that's a tool, like it's just a game. Like, I think you should get married to mean to get married. And that's what I was saying earlier. Like you have all of these things that I believe in, in my opinion, you should be doing before you decide to get married. Because when you decide to get married, it's because you have realized throughout your journey of cohabitating, co-parenting, all this stuff, you know, with the pets and stuff that mm-hmm. you are ready for marriage because that's a really <laughs> big deal. So I agree with you. I agree with you. I just wanted to make that clear, but continue, please. I cut you off. No, you didn't. I, I, what you just said is, is exactly what I, I think, because you need to be at that point. I always just said that I was always scared to get married because I would need to get divorced. So I was, I'm, I think I have anxiety. So I think about like what can happen and like in marriage, the worst that can happen to me is something happening for you to get divorced. That's what I think. Um, but like I said, I just in my experience, 
I have couples around me that are my family and their marriages are, are, are scary in a way. They scare me because of like how many issues and like, it's, it's so much like you, you married this person, you live with them, you have kids with them. It almost feels like you, you can't escape them. There's Mm -hmm. no way out. Right. That's how some people feel because divorce is such a scary thing. And, and even in like, in my religion, like not in my religion, not my religion I don't want to say but like just like even like my family's beliefs like they I don't think they believe in marriage I mean not marriage they don't believe in not they don't believe in divorce but it's almost kind of like oh they got divorced like taboo that's yes (laughs) and it's kind of like why do we do that like if they want to get divorced that means that something in their relationship is not working and that person is stopping them from meeting the best person and growing as a person like they're just being their life is just being hindered and literally halted to a stop because you know they don't want to get divorced my friend who is she's also very similar to where she's like muslim but she doesn't really practice her mother is a very heavy like she's very heavy into the culture and everything and reading um i'm very bad with different religions the book that you guys have the quran yes so she's very like in deep with it and even reading it specifically in Arabic I believe that's like a big thing for you guys that's, right that's the yeah that's yeah. that's what it's standard it's in Arabic now yeah. my friend is from Jordan and you are from Turkey I don't know if that has I don't know I don't there shouldn't be any differences because it's the same religion but my point being is that her mother has been in a very toxic marriage for the past her whole life basically and mm-hmm her my friend will literally tell me like I don't know why my mom doesn't get divorced it's just because of her religion and like it really holds her back because her mom used to be such a fun person and everything like that and then like after it's just like so like I've seen I've seen the effects effects of it yeah and it doesn't just affect the person that's in the relationship it affects the whole family if the children dynamic it's my friend is like it's so sad I know it's it's I don't know if you (laughs) if you need to get divorced please do it you need to get divorced because it's only going to get worse if you stay exactly sometimes some depending on what what the situation is if it does get better then great but if it isn't getting better and it's been years and stuff like that like you need to go like I completely think that if anyone wants to get divorced I will not frown be a frown I think every time I hear about people getting divorced I'm like good I'm like great they figured out what was wrong they 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 grew they they, they're growing it's you become even stronger. I think it's amazing. Like, oh my God, I have this girl that always comes in. Just a quick side note, this lady that comes into the pharmacy where I work. And every time she has to say her last name to pick up her prescription, she either gives me like, um, she gives me her last name, her maiden name. Mm-hmm. And then one time I, I didn't have her prescription coming up for her maiden name. Mm-hmm. And then she gave me, she was like, oh, I really don't want to give you this last name, but it might be under this for some odd reason. I mean, I got a text that it was, that my prescription was ready. Da, 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 da. I'm like, okay, like, let's figure it out. Like, what's that last name? And like, she was just so like, like, it was almost like very like powerful for her to like use her maiden name now she's like yeah I'm really just trying to get away from that last name and, and I looked it up I'm like no it's not under that so I looked up her birthday I saw her profile she was fine it was her maiden name we just didn't have anything ready for her if anyone wanted to know the whole situation but <laughs> then we like we're talking she was like yeah you know I'm really trying to get away from that last name like like it almost felt like that last name to her was you know holding her back so like mm-hmm. she got a divorce that man is no longer in her life she's using her maiden name and she's like she's doing like she was so sweet 
very energetic like she was like very happy that it wasn't under that last name and she was like oh thank god but it was almost like not that she was bitter but that she was like just hurt you hurt but she like got through it like very strong very independent mm. woman like standing right in front of me and I was like after she walked away she said a couple other things I just don't remember but after she walked away I was like wow like usually people I don't know I don't know I just I was like wow it was it was great I don't know that's no, just I like, like that, that experience story. that I had yeah I thought it was amazing and, and I've seen her a couple times after and she's so sweet she's like I love you guys you guys are great here I'm like oh my god you're like just I don't know like people do go through divorces it's hard yeah. you know especially if you're not um, Kim Kardashian oh 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 I'm just sorry but no seriously like for regular for regular people divorces are not easy and I don't want to take that away from anybody because financially you go through a lot mentally you go through a lot and literally your whole life is just changed this person that you you know spent whatever time with you're no longer with and then they're gonna go out and do other things what if you get left behind what if you don't meet somebody and they do like there's jealousy involved there's so many things but really like like just in this experience that woman standing in front of me I was like she made it out alive and she's doing amazing god bless her soul exactly and, that's and you got to see the growth in person I think that's really good I know yeah 100 percent I think it's funny because Celine was literally about to do the best thing in the world and she was about to transition into our main topic very smoothly. I want to give her a round of applause for that one. However, we did, I did, I did last minute. I don't know if she saw the revision. I added in a quick question, just as a, a random question, still relationship kind of oriented, but I just wanted her opinion because my friends are talking about this and I was like, hmm, I wonder what Celine thinks about this. So I just threw it in here. Very random, nothing related to the topic. Can men and women just be friends? Now I know this converse, this question might be triggering in some way just because we're specifically talking about the gender men and women. So I'm including like the reason why I'm just focusing on men and women is because there is a stereotype behind men and women not being able to just be friends. And that's why I just have these two genders in this question. So it just pertains to them in, in relation to this question. That's why I'm asking. I hope everyone understands. I hope I don't offend anybody. And I'm really sorry if I do. I just want this is a very general question that's been asked for years, and I just wanted to know Celine's opinion on it. So, Celine, what is your opinion? I think so. What I think is that I it's okay for men and women to be friends. It's okay for <clears throat> somebody of the opposite sex to be friends with the opposite sex. Um, but to an extent, if they're in, if I know for a fact that this you know, I'm in a relationship with this person and they want to be friends with the opposite sex that they might've had a relationship with or something had happened or there's a history or you can't still be friends with that person. I, I am very hard. I am very hard to trust people. And I just feel like that for me would be hard to be okay with. I would start getting really jealous because I am the jealous type, but in general, if it's like a friend that you've had for a really long time, because like everyone has friends of the opposite sex, like really good friends, right? that's fine. Like, I'm not going to be like, you can't be friends with that person. But mm -hmm. to an extent, I, I, I kind of want to know how you feel. I, I mean, it's weird. I have no guy friends. I have no guy friends at all. So I cannot speak on the generic male experience because I am a quite different type of guy. <laughs> I don't really believe in the same things most stereotypical guys believe in and live the stereotypical guy life. So I don't really, 
I can't really speak on the guy experience, but I can speak on the female experience because I, all of my friends are girls. All of my life, I've only had friends that are girls, except like the one or two friends, which weren't really friends. They were just like people that I knew that were guys, right? Or like I would consider acquaintances. So that being said, I've had multiple friends that are girls always, always, always complain to me. I thought he was just a friend. And it turns out just two weeks later, he's asking me out. I'm so sad. I really thought we were just friends. I had this one friend. We were in middle school and or high school. It was me and this group of girls and we were all friends. And then there was a group of like guys. And so every lunch we would hang out, like just our groups. And like, I was just like on my own. Like I really didn't associate with, not that I didn't associate with any group, but I, I mean, obviously I was with the girl group more, but like I was with the girl group because they were all my friends. It wasn't because I was in that group because there were other girls in that group that I didn't really talk to, but it was just because they were my friends. You know what I mean? It wasn't mm-hmm. like I was choosing yeah. one side or the other. But when we were about to graduate, literally every single guy in that guy group started dating the girls in the girl group. And so they were all partnered up at one point. And I took a step back and I looked at it and I was like, oh my goodness. And I talked to one of my friends I, I don't know if I should give her a shout out. No, I won't give her a shout out because I don't want, I don't know if she'll come, feel comfortable. And I was like, <laughs> hey, like, I was like, I was like, hey, like, do you notice like this? And she's like, yeah, no, like they, one of them asked me out too. And they ended up asking someone else out. And now I feel kind of weird. And it was kind of like turning the girls against each other. And it did a little bit. It really did. It started to turn the girls against each other. And it, 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 I don't know where I'm going with this. It was just a very interesting situation. I know that what happened. you're saying. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't lead me to the conclusion that men and women in you know heterosexual relationships, obviously in this case, can't be friends. But it does make me think of, like as I said, I, I've had no guy friends, so I'm wondering like how do guys think? Like, is it is it really this serious where most you know heterosexual guys will act this way? They will befriend a woman just to get to them, and a lot of published, a lot of like people that get asked the question like in the shade room or anything like that any like like media website will tell you like guys will be straight up and be like yeah like most times I'm just trying to get you know whatever and it's like but why like that I think is the main question to this it's very hard for me to answer this question I, I don't know can men and women just be friends heterosexually I, re- I really don't know because I want to say yes but life has proven to me over and over again that like it seems maybe like it's not. very, it's no, maybe not. It's just like, it seems like it's a very rare occurrence. So I guess what I would say is can the, the, the general question, right? Can men and women just be friends? Yes. Right. But it seems like it's very rare that that happens. And when it does happen, it's almost like taboo because it's like, well, like you said, and not to like, not to call you out because I'm the jealous type too, but like, then maybe like if the guy's friends with the girls, then maybe his girlfriend is jealous if they, that happens. And then it like ruins the girl and the guy's friendship. And it's like a whole thing because it's so taboo and like not used to. So I think that it's something that we need to go through as a society and kind of like not look as, look at everybody as like sexual partners and stuff like that. But I also think that, you know, overall, like it is possible for guys and girls to be friends. 100%. It is possible, but just leave it off definitely to an extent because you, you, what you were saying about all the girls kind of being like kid turning against each other, that does happen. And it's kind of like if you're close to a, like if you're close, if a guy is close to a girl and he starts dating another girl, that girl that is actually friends with him, they feel like they have you know, a hold against, a hold over that guy. Like, I've seen this happen. Like, 
like I don't know it's hard to explain and I'm not trying to be like oh you can't be friends with a guy even after you know he meets a girl like that girl that's his friend should be happy for him that he's in a relationship but I feel like some girls like they're nasty about it you know Mm. what I mean they get jealous like they're losing their friend kind of exactly and it's then it makes it kind of it's not like a guy and a guy friendship thing the guy getting jealous over his losing his best friend but like because mm-hmm. then you know the girl would feel bad and but they would be okay with letting him hang out with him more you know mm-hmm. but if it's the same situation with, with a girl, girl it looks kind of weird because mm-hmm. of you know lifestyles and stereotypes and stuff like that exactly so I would also have a hard time with that. Like if that girl's getting jealous too damn bad, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if she if she wants to hang out with us, great. If she wants to hang out with him once in a while, like still see his friend in a friend group, that's fine. But they're not about to go get dinner together Ooh. alone. What happens if they get dinner together? Like, what you going to do? <laughs> Listen, I'll beat a bitch up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no, that's Celine, really how I feel. Celine said in that other episode, she said, I, I throw down. I said, I don't fight. Celine's like, oh, don't worry. I don't need you. I got myself. <laughs> She said, I'll fight, I'll, I'll fight, I'll fight bore you. Don't you worry. Oh, bleep, bleep. Oh, bleep, 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 bleep the whole time. Oh, but for real, that's how I feel. I don't know. No, I love that. All right, let's head right into the main topic. Um, It would have been a smoother transition with the previous discussion, but we're just going to roll right into it. Yeah, I tried, but then I was like, I, oh, he's another Yeah, question. you're good, you're good. So um, the title of this episode, right? the reels of relationship so we've talked about our relationship let's dissect a very very famous relationship kim and kanye's mess welcome to the twilight time topics where today is the full episode and it's well the stressful situation between kim and kanye they recently i mean really not recently but i mean it's getting drifted up into in in public media of their public divorce now i'm about to do a lot of talking before you know uh we really dig into this just because i want to give a little bit of background but i'm not going to touch on everything because there's way too much to talk about and we've already talked a lot so um and it's also not entirely important to the conversations that we're going to have as a whole but I'm, I'm i'm just gonna so once again i want to reiterate while talking about these situations it is entertaining. We must also remember that these are real people with real situations and other people are getting affected by this, these actions. Not only the people involved, but like other people, their families are also getting involved. Um, and so it's important to kind of have that sort of like viewpoint and like empathy to an extent. Um, so we're going to be discussing the posts and like talks between Kim and Kanye and our thoughts on the whole situation and, and what we think the next steps could be for this to get better. But mainly we're gonna be talking about situations that have happened to us that are similar to this and, and why this sparks interest in us. Now the backstory for people that might be living under a rock and not know what the mm. fuck is going on. Kim and Kanye, which apparently, I was listening to another podcast. He wants to be referred to as Yi, like he changed his name. So I for, forgive me if I keep calling him Kanye. I called him Kanye my whole life. It's very, you know, it's one of the things where you kind of have to train yourself for. So. I'm going to try my best, but bear with me, please. I'm sorry. What? I didn't even know that. I mean, I don't know if it's that serious. I only heard it on a podcast, but I was like, you know what? I'm not about to be out here tripping, so I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> All right. Um, so I love that for you. Uh, but girl, I don't know if I'm, I'm going to try. <laughs> Listen, it's impossible. Like, Kanye, like, that's that's just as iconic. Like, 
Mm-hmm. Why does he have to change his name? The hell? But um, so the fun fact, which I didn't even know this. I mean, I kind of thought about it, but I didn't really know if it was 100% or not. They are getting a divorce. They are not divorced yet. According to Cosmopolitan on February 4th, 2022, they are not divorced yet. Like legally, which I didn't it's know. It's not finalized. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Wait, I knew they were getting a divorce. I didn't think it was finalized because I haven't seen, you know, when people get finalized divorces, it's, it's like all a big over. thing. It's huge. Okay. I didn't see any articles. So I just assumed they were obviously getting a divorce because they've been separated and, you know, doing their own things, mm-hmm. but it's not finalized. It's, it's a long process, these divorces. So true. So once this happened, that's when it kind of spiraled out of control. The way it was presented on social media, because at the end of the day, we have no idea what goes on in their personal lives. Kim was trying to work on the situation with Kanye. And the situation in particular are ones that kind of occurred a few years ago where he was kind of making these really loud statements, public actions online uh, that Kim did not like. According to these social media outlets, which is what led to the divorce. Now, I can't remember all of the situations, right? Huh. But some of them include him publicly arguing with the family on Twitter, his political you know, rants and ad- 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 adventures in-, in politics that ultimately led to Kim having enough and wanting a divorce. Now, again, this is social media portrays. So I don't know if this is what happened in the house, but that's what social media <laughs> makes it look like. I don't know if this has happened in the house. <laughs> in the house, listen. Um, oh my god! So, I mean, I saw these, a lot of things on social media. That's the thing, right? It was all over, and it was, and it, and then most of it was like jokes. Like you said, house for a second. I just remember this, this quick, really one. <laughs> Where Connie was apparently buying a house down the street from Kim, and then he was gonna be outside the house with a boombox talking about take me back, all this. I'm I'm joking. I was literally dying of laughter because people were just like, it was so sad to see people making fun of this, their whole relationship. It's so stupid. I I literally. Four kids later. Exactly. It's sad. Like, I thought people, like, it was funny. I laughed, but I was like, this is sad. And what led up to this? like exactly like final straw we don't really know what happened and the funny part is is that when they when it was announced that they were getting a divorce there was actually other occurrences that we saw them together again including august 26 2022 kanye performed with kim in her wedding dress now i don't know if you remember that Celine. i kind of forgot about that until i looked up this article you mean- and i was like i forgot about that did any, I didn't even know the way he performed in a live concert with wearing her dress. No. <laughs> he, Wait, he, he performed and he brought out like Marilyn Manson, which was really random and like other people. And he also brought out Kim and Kim was wearing her wedding dress. And so everyone's like, oh, are they back together? Was this all a stunt and everything like that? And this was back in August 26, 2022. Now the timeline. You're right. Thank you. Speaking of freaking messing up the years, the timeline is the funny part, because according to the Cosmo article, the first real reports of the divorce was back in January 2021. But when things started escalating, this was of recent January 16th, 2022. This seems to be the, the day that things really started going downhill, at least in the public eye. On this day, Kanye went public 
stating Kim was holding his kids from him, not giving him the address to his daughter's birthday, his daughter's birthday, Chicago. The world went crazy with this because, well, one, it was really confusing because we all thought that Kim was like trying to work this out. It was just very confusing, at least for me. And we still don't know. <clears throat> sorry. We still don't know what really happened to this day. Um, but like I said, I choose to believe I've only seen and heard good things about what Kim has been doing for her children. So I would believe and like her parenting skills. So I would hope to believe that she wouldn't be withholding her kids from Kanye without reasonable, like, you know what I mean? A hundred percent. Now, really quickly, I know that, you know, we don't really know exactly what the last straw of hold the whole divorce was. And, you know, that's obviously should be kept private because even though they're in the public eye, that is something that they went through. But mental health is huge. And I feel like his mental health was definitely decreasing. And she had had she had talked about that a couple months ago about, you know, he, he was getting a little like crazy, like he he not that he wasn't, I don't know if he was supposed to be taking meds, but like, she was really concerned for him. You know what I'm saying? Like there was still love on her part. The whole time I've only seen love, at least, like I said, on the outside, looking in publicly, Kim has only shown love from what it looks like. Mm -hmm. And Kanye has only been aggressive, which Uh exactly on the inside, Kim might be really aggressive. He might be really loving. We don't know. But the thing is, is that when you're in the public eye and you're aggressively being aggressive, in the public eye and the other person is being very like nice that doesn't that doesn't really help your case no um, and i i believe he's like that in person too he's always been very cocky in a way um mm-hmm. and he doesn't really care what he says in the media honestly he doesn't care what he says and what he does but it's gonna hurt people in his family including his it, kids exactly and the funny part is word has it that he was planning his own birthday for chicago like on a separate day to celebrate with him and her so that they own that they that they had their own each days to, to celebrate their respective parties you, you get what i'm saying so that people would attend yeah. to those like separately well Obviously, after something had went down if she didn't want him there you know i don't think she would do that out of spite they are a good family in a whole that's what i i think even though we don't know the full story but i don't think she would have done that with that reason you know, j- exactly yeah it like that part is so confusing for me because it's like I really do wonder like what led up to her I don't know because then she says she wasn't holding the address from him and that she knew he knew where she was I don't know someone's lying and I don't know who it is mm, but that's too much it's so dramatic it is he might just be too dramatic <laughs> Tell listen listen after that social media frenzy he ended up getting the address and he ended up attending so basically, after bashing the whole entire family, dragging their name for Phil, saying how he doesn't get to see his daughter, he's banned, he's there smiling, standing right next to Chris. I don't know if you've seen that photo. Um, but, I think um, I have. Yeah, he was the right there next to Chris, and that was really interesting. Um, mm. But that's not the only incident of recent, you know what I mean, that really started this kind of social down, downfall mm-hmm. of them. Um, another recent social media incident was when he was upset about his daughter using TikTok and how it was against TikTok's policies to let his daughter use TikTok because she was underage. And Kanye just didn't like it. Um, this is when Kim, I believe this is like the real like kind of first incident. She went public and was kind of like, not rude about it, but she was like kind of shady. She went public on social media stating how she was basically over all of this being on social media and that Kanye had multiple, this was like the shady part. She basically mentioned that he had had multiple lawyers in like 
a really short period of time. And that looks is a really bad look, obviously, when you're going through so many lawyers in such a quick period of time, and that he should just get back to one of them and they should handle their issues privately. Now, um, we are recording this episode on February 22nd, but when I was writing the script, this was, I was writing the script on February 15th. So yeah, so from to February 14th, 2022, um, <laughs> Kanye posted a private message from Kim. Now this post is what really sparked my interest in talking about this conversation because I've had my trust broken like this before and it really triggered me. He posted a private message from Kim on social media with her saying how she's upset and that her messages are getting, about how her messages are getting posted and how her new boyfriend, Pete Davidson, which we haven't even mentioned this whole time because while he is prevalent to the story, Mm. this is mainly about Kim and Kanye and her children and how this is going to affect their whole family for years to come. But basically, Kanye was giving out threats. I don't know if he was giving out threats or he was like talking trash about Pete and then like his Kanye's fans were giving out threats, but Pete was getting threats and Kim was over it. She was over everything. And, um, you know, this, that she was kind of like- She just wants to move on and be She happy, just wants to like, move on. Fuck. Exactly. And that that's Jeez. kind of like the, the, the last update that I have on this situation. I think there's been like little things here and there that have happened, but nothing too earth shattering like these situations, especially nothing as big as like the posting of the text messages that caught my eye because so many people in his comment section were like, laughing and like praising him and like sharing his posts on their story and it really made me think of how desensitized as humans we are obviously Kanye is a huge amazing artist he's very very he's very artistic he's very influential he's very big he's he's very I'm trying to I'm trying to say I really respect him as a artist and like a musician and a cultural he's he's a big person for the culture like as I'm trying to say like I'm, it's so hard to find the words I'm trying to say but I'm saying I respect I, him at the end of the day but yeah. just because you know he's done all these good things does not mean we laugh and and publicize this event that he posted private messages with his ex-wife about his about their their horrible situation they're going through that is not funny I'm sorry that really triggered me when the shade room posted that and there was comments all under that laughing and like applauding him and saying, that's right. And stuff like, I'm like, what is wrong with you people? Are we that desensitized to the world to think that these are real human beings going through this? And the fact that he's public making this so public, forget about them. Think about the children. The children are going to have to look back at this. And that's what I'm mainly concerned about. Like I said, I'm not talking about anybody's parenting. I'm just talking about the actual kids, the effects that this is going to have on the kids. I'm not telling the parents what to do. I'm just saying, think about the effects it's going to have on the kids. Because at the end of the day, the kids are going to see this. They're, they're affected by this right now and they will be in the future. And like the, people, the fact that you're laughing at this and like posting it and all this other stuff, like what's so funny? Please tell me. Uh, you know, that's kind of the end of my like backstory on the situation. So now that I've kind of said everything, Celine, I want to hear your thoughts on this because come on, like this is crazy. No, it's actually, it is, it is crazy. And like, you know, just Kim's whole family, including her, she's been in the public eye for such a long time and she's gone through a divorce. She's gone through things that, you know, to normal people should be very private, you know, but being in the public eye, you don't, you don't really get that option, especially being Kim Kardashian. She doesn't really get to ever step away because she does, she is missed. She genuinely is a good person. And I would like to believe that from like 
her whole heart, I think, is very good. She gives back. She does things for the country that she's from. They're Armenian. And, you know, she does a lot of advocacy for them, which is great. And, and it is a country that does, not that it needs help, but like, you know, she does put that name out there, you know, and she does things for people that are in jail for, you know, um, wrong convictions and she gets mm-hmm. them out and brings them back to their family. Like I genuinely think she's a great person. Um, don't really see much of Kanye doing that. Not that I'm saying that that's what I'm solely basing what I believe about the situation because I, I would, if you're asking me, Kim is coming from a place where she just wants to move on. You know what I mean? She's probably mm-hmm. been through so much mentally with this person. Kanye does say crazy things. He does do crazy things. I'm not saying he's not a good father, but the way he is acting publicly in the media is proving it to be that he is not being the father that he should be or not, you know, he wasn't obviously being the husband that she wanted. And like we talked about before, divorce is always an option. You can always move on. And she has, she seems happy, but if he's going to keep holding her back, it's going to be a problem. And she has a lot of money. She is very powerful. And honestly, I would be scared of her. So I don't know what he's doing and why he has to publicly bash her because I don't know about what happened. We don't know what happened, right? But if I can guess, and like I said before, I'm bringing it back to mental health. His mental health, it was definitely depleting. Like it was definitely not in a good place. And that is not a good foundation for a relationship, especially a marriage. When you have four kids, it's hard. You're managing having four kids and then you have to manage having another kid, basically. Like she would have to deal with Kanye. Like he wasn't probably helping as much as he should have like like I said like it's a partnership and it's so important that you feel that way from your partner so I definitely think that and this is what I think this is my opinion something definitely went down and she was done he wasn't doing what he was supposed to and she was done and she like I said she can be done she doesn't have to wait a long time because she has the money and she is powerful and she could be on her own and she is very independent like she has been for a while she doesn't need somebody she just wants somebody and that's why I, I definitely don't I definitely don't think that I'm saying that she needs somebody just because of how she portrays herself but maybe that's not the case maybe she does need somebody but just by how I see her in the media how she holds herself she's very independent and Honestly, I don't think he, I don't think he is. I think he relies on people. And I think that might've been the issue. Like mm. if I'm really dissecting it. That's like, a really good point. Am I, you know what I'm saying? I no, personally, yeah. I just, I don't know. And I don't want to be putting things out there, but this is just my opinion. Like you see these things. Like I saw it in my relationship being relied on. Oh my God. Having, putting all of your mental health issues on somebody else that might already have their own mental health issues might have their own shit that they go through own things that they go through this it's a problem and i mean but then that also goes into the conversation like marriage is supposed to be like a a a combination of life right so when you made that decision to get married you knew that you were taking on the other person's issues like some people i'm not bringing up the argument i'm playing devil's advocate i'm saying that some people no i'm glad you are yes I agree with what you're saying. Um, Hold on. But at the same time, right? Marriage, we're supposed to look at marriage as like 
a, a, a team, right? Is that what you would think? Like a team. Yeah. Right. You're in it together and you're figuring things out together and you're living life together. It's a great thing. You know what I'm saying? People get married. It's, it's like the best time. Like, it's like you have, you unlock this whole other like viewpoint of that person. And it's great. I can't, I don't know. I've never been married, but I know people who have just gotten married and it's like the greatest thing. They love being married. Right. Until something goes bad and you fight and you argue which is normal because you'll get through it and it's good for a relationship. That's healthy. You need to talk things out. But by what you just said, yeah, getting married is like taking on that person's, you know, problems, facing them together head on. But if it's just one person doing all of the work, it's not going to work. That's very I just true. Use, I just use work so much, but no, but that's just, very true. Yeah, it's it can't it just can't be one sided. Again, like I said, you need to be a team. So I think mm-hmm. she was doing too much. She was getting too much put on her. Maybe she was getting blamed for things that were happening in his life because mm-hmm. you know, his life recently hasn't been the greatest. I really do think he struggles with mental health and I do remember her saying something about, you know, him needing to be on medication and and they've had this conversation but he refuses and he and but it's like you you can't live your life like that because you're being selfish Mm -hmm. i think i think that's just being selfish you're not trying to get better so why would that other person why would kim put so much effort she doesn't deserve that that's that's not fair so yeah i mean 100 percent. i i I think it's i think it's oh sorry i draw my headphone you're good I think it's good that you brought up that point because I didn't even think about it like that. Like it is a teamwork. Like obviously it is very prevalent that even though, you know, we don't know what's going on inside their house on the outside looking in, it, it seems like Kim's doing most of the work to kind of help repair and, and keep it classy. You know what I mean? Cute and classy, but it seems like Kanye, she's kind of poking the bear, poking the bear, poking the bear. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, well, you got three lawyers. Like obviously it's going to come out. Like that's going to happen when you keep on poking the bear, especially because yep. it was... Like and kids, you know what I mean. So I I agree with you. Now we touched on a lot of I in my notes I have like four main. Obviously I have my questions, but I had four like main things that really like triggered me in this conversation, which we've touched on most of them. They were manipulation, trust being broken, kids being exposed to this, and broadcasting on social media. Um, we didn't touch on manipulation much. Um, I just wanted to like skim over that in in reference to this. We are getting. We are going to like really go deep into these different categories on different episodes in relation to relationships. Um, but in, in terms of like this like conversation, his manipulation tactics on Kim are absolutely absurd, absurd. Stating that he and like I have been involved, like my mother is a very big manipulator. And, you know, I've seen the tactics that he is doing in my mother in relation to me and other people that she's manipulated. Him stating he only wants what's best for his kids while clearly trying to bring Kim down and trying to make her feel like she's the bad parent. Like, making the other parent look bad to make your kids feel like that doesn't make any sense. It has no correlation whatsoever. Now, obviously, like me and Selena are both clearly on Kim's side. Uh, uh, but what Kanye has done is to me like completely unacceptable you know he starts going public with all these issues 
I just, I don't know. They could just really. He doesn't need to make it more public than it already is. They're being exactly. followed around. Like he is just putting it more into the media for what reason? It's a joke. Like they're already in the fuck in the freaking public eye. Like he doesn't need to make it more of a situation. And I think that's probably what, you know, that would make me upset. You know, we can keep some things private and he, he and I think he would, I think he needed to learn that because he thinks that like just putting things out there is like good for what, I don't know, for his exposure, for people, to, for him to still be current, to him still be relevant. He's Kanye West. People still listen to his music. He will be relevant. You don't need to air out your dirty laundry. He just it's released fine. his album, Donda 2, on an exclusive device that only you could listen to through his like thing. And I was listening to something earlier and apparently he sold over 1 million. And do you know how much the device was worth? How much? $200. What? So if I'm doing the math correctly, according to the, what I was listening to, 1 million times 200. So people and... obviously still want to listen to him. There's no doubt on that. So all of these tactics, I doubt are like for publicity. You know what I mean? I personally think that goes back into manipulation. He's trying to like force Kim into certain situations, utilizing social media as a tool to manipulate Kim and keep her kids from her. I don't know if that's what he's trying to go after, but that is what I'm viewing. Oh, that's and terrible. That's what I that's what I think. I, I like I said, I'm relating this back to me. I've seen these tactics used before where you try to make someone feel bad, like, oh, why is she on TikTok? Oh. Why is she? You're just trying to, you know, make my Making kid go into these bad, like when it was mother. when it was all fun and dandy when you were with her. Like, I, I mean, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, it's all to make her seem like a bad mom, and I hate, I hate, I hate that perspective when 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 men do that because being a mom, I'm sorry, is I think a lot harder than being a dad, depending on your situation, but like it's so I don't know it's just different you have a different connection with with your child when you're a mom and to be called a bad mother if you really don't believe you're a bad mother and people around you tell you you're a good mother but then that one person says you're a bad mom that could be so mentally draining and it's scary like it's scary it almost makes you think like what is she gonna do about all this like what 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 how is she gonna retaliate like it's it's sad like there's no need for that yeah. at all he's no, just trying to prove to us to everybody listening and watching and following this that she's a bad mom but i think most people aren't gonna believe that because it'll it's proven to be that she's not like she really does none of the, none of the kardashians i don't think they do everything for their families and i think that's the most important thing i think that over the weeks, we're going to see this, you know, obviously it's been a few weeks since we got the last information from, you know, February 14th, but I think over the yeah. coming year, we're really going to see a change in this family. They have a new show coming out on Hulu, all this other stuff. So we'll definitely be able to keep updated with them. And if anything interesting and like groundbreaking happens, we'll definitely keep you guys up to date. This whole conversation, honestly, like I'm, we're recording this really late at night. So I apologize if my energy seems a little low. But not just that, this, this conversation has been so draining to me because it's honestly so confusing. We were exposed to the situation at half a glance. We don't know what the other half looks like and it makes it so hard to make Opinions, an educated, like form opinion, exactly, yeah. educatedly, like intelligently because it's like, 
we don't really have all the information we need to make an opinion on this and to, to talk about it. But, you know, There's certain ideas that we can we can make exactly and opinions we can have. But at the end of the day, we really don't know what's going on. And exactly. It's just it's I don't know. I, I just feel bad. Like I would have never thought when they got married that they would actually be talking about getting divorced. But, you know, over the past couple of years, in more recent years, you know, he has been doing some questionable things saying some questionable things and she's kind of just stood there and supported him but like to to what extent sometimes you can't believe you can't believe in what your significant other is always saying there is always going to be something that you might not agree with and that's totally normal but maybe in their relationship that's something that could have been like ground like that could have been so bad for him like she maybe he was trying to control her too much like there's a lot of patterns that we do see in in relationships that are in the media and it could just be another case of those but to bash a mom to say that she's you know all that stuff to put that out there that's a whole nother level like I just I haven't seen that in a relationship I don't know have you have you seen that but in like a famous person's relationship where they like come out and like say these say these things like he's so aggressive like it's so rude not that i could think of but i honestly don't follow a lot of like surprisingly with this conversation i don't follow a lot of like social media drama i mean i i look at it and i see it but i don't really keep up with it i just kind of see it as i'm scrolling and not exactly now that i remember um i've seen it like my personal life like you know what i mean but i haven't seen it like in 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 this like intense in social media yeah and media is crazy. It's a crazy thing. So, and the fact that he got with Julia Fox, just to, obviously just to get back with her, like that was so obviously just like a, a rebound. That was so confusing to me. That was so confusing to me. And then she went on the daddy podcast or call me daddy podcast and was like, I was his muse. I, I was all over the place. I was so <laughs> confused. And then after I saw that, I was like, I'm done with this whole thing. I was like, I'm genuinely confused at what they're doing. Like he, not like they're both grown adults obviously they should be able to do whatever they want but not only is like he is adding more fuel to the fire but like now this girl is now that she's saying these things i'm I'm all i was just all over the place kim and p really haven't i haven't seen anything crazy crazy i just see them going out to dinner i see he's been making little jokes here and there but nothing like I think so. I think on like SNL, he's been making like little Maybe. jokes here and there, but nothing yeah. like crazy. I mean, what are you going to do when someone's literally threatening you? You're obviously 100%. not going to freaking be quiet about it. You're going to say something no. and he's dealing with it. I think if this is, like I said, we only know what's on the outside, but if yeah. he's dealing with it in this way, I'd rather him be making jokes about it than actually hiring people to like shoot up Kanye. Like what the frick? Like, yeah, no, I a hundred percent agree. I personally, I love Pete Davidson. I think he's a I great have- person no opinion on him i only know him because ariana grande (laughs) oh gosh my pharmacist um the at my job the head pharmacist she actually went to school with him uh they were in the same grade yeah she's from Staten island and so is he and his dad i think died at night in 9 11 so they had a huge memorial for him at the school and like everybody went and it was like super sad and stuff like that because he legitimately died he was a firefighter he died in 9 11 yeah there was a movie that Pete made about yeah that. yeah and it was like super sad and she said like obviously he, she doesn't know what type of person he is now but like back then like I think she like it was he was like like he's 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 down to earth almost mm-hmm. like he's not I don't know and he still remembers where he comes from which I appreciate yeah 
always being humble in that way is very yeah like she literally media. he brought her to staten island to eat at a restaurant i was like oh, that's what cute. i was like oh wow that's actually great kim kardashian in staten island not in manhattan not in New- she was in staten island I yeah said, wow I said, okay that to me Celine's- was groundbreaking celine said you never catch me there <laughs> Listen, I get my hair done in Staten Island. I got love for the island, but let me tell you, I was not expecting Kim K to be stepping on those grounds. I said, oh, damn. It was great. It was great. It's so weird what's going on, though. Everything with them is just... Everything is like... It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, it's crazy, but... To to, to kind of bring this conversation to a close, you, you know, you know, I got to bring a little bit of psychology into it. This is going to be our, like... Our ending, our ending question. I don't know what the freaking call. It's just part of the just ending question. conclusion. Um, we'll figure out a name for it at some point. But right now, it's it, it's because <laughs> it's still part of the topic. It's still part of it, but it'll kind of help us like have final thoughts about it. And once again, kind of bring like psychology back into it. Um, I always want to focus on bettering our mental health and how to grow from these situations. So how and when. Do we cut people off for the benefit of our own mental health? Mm. Now, personally, I feel it's important to cut people off when you look around and realize all the negative energy in your life is in somehow relation to them. This can be discussed, of course, like we mentioned, manipulation tactics and all those other stuff. But, you know, you must, you, you, like I mentioned about myself and like my personal view on like relationships and like that. Like I have to be happy in myself before allowing someone else to come into that or allowing myself to influence someone else's life. You know, if you are depending on someone else for that happiness, that's not the way you live because it's not, it's not okay. Like how can you depend on, that's like running off of a battery. That's like if we were to run off batteries, they're going to die at some point. You can't always do that. You need to recharge it at some way and recharging it for me is like loving yourself at some points or like, you know, you, you know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say? So, so no, I, yes. So what do you think? How do you, when is your like cutting people off? Like when well, do you do it for the benefit of your own mental health? For your own. Okay. So whenever you, so for the benefit of my mental health, if I really feel that there is, if there isn't any time in my head for that other person, I don't have the energy I just don't have the thought process um, to even have a conversation with this person or just even try, you know what I'm saying? Like that was my past relationship. I was starting to feel like, okay, wow. Like I really need to be alone. Like I need to figure this stuff out. I, I can't do it while giving my energy and attention to somebody else and not myself. Cause I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to take care of myself first. So that's exactly what I knew. And like, I literally had to do that. I had to leave. I had to, I had to get out. I, I, I just knew that for my mental being, for my mental health, it would be better after that. And it did. I focused on myself. So whenever you really feel like you just don't have the capacity in your, in your head for that other person, and they genuinely are draining you and you don't have the energy. And if you talk to them or when you're with them, they don't make you feel any type of better. They're not a distraction. They don't really give you what you need it could be a relationship it could be a friendship it could be anything that's when I feel like you would need to cut that person off because they're not doing anything for you in your life genuinely yeah and I think in my life right now I only have people around me that generate the same energy that I do and they give that back to me and it's it's great it's like we're on the same wavelength we're vibing 
and it's just good it's just good like i i i love that good energy all around yes it's all we could use honestly listen okay well hmm. guys i i i really think that we kind of touched on a lot of aspects in this conversation a lot more than i even intended to on on my notes and i really like that we were able to do that obviously we sped through some things to try and like fit everything in this is going to be a much longer episode i think this is going to be the longest one we ever i think this might be the longest one we had a lot to say <laughs> a lot to say it's but very this, personal so exactly like i mentioned like the reason why i chose this is because like i choose most of the topics like i mentioned because celine's very busy but even when i presented it to her like she was like oh yeah like totally we have to talk about this because it really resonates with us because we 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 have experiences that are very similar to this like i mentioned with my mother celine mentioned with their previous relationship like it's very close to home for us and while mm-hmm. we discussed kim and kanye's situation in depth and like pretty heavy we also brought in like viewpoints of our own because we have seen this before we've we've literally lived through something so similar in our it. own mm-hmm. exactly so I think it was very thought-provoking and interesting conversation, and I really hope you guys enjoyed our our feedback. I we'd love to hear your feedback, of course. Comment, leave. You know, uh, you can reach out to us through our website, on our forum, email, um, reviews. Even you could you could answer the questions through reviews. I don't care. Um, <laughs> so thank yeah. you guys so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Celine, do you have any final thoughts? Honestly everyone for their own sake and health and well-being always check up on yourself um and never forget that you always come first because i feel like a lot of people do forget that and it's really important mental health is so important and i feel like it's becoming more and more talked about which is amazing so everyone should always just kind of be in touch with their own head and their own mind i think it's really powerful to to have that very inspirational I really like so that. Much. That was a cute little, a little, a little. Token. It's very important. And I've learned that. And I feel like a lot of people are solely learning that too. Well, guys, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, I hope you had a stellar time on this really crazy, crazy ride today. Cray cray. <laughs> Bye. Bye.